Welcome back to Clem FM. If you're listening to this podcast in the evening, I hope you're having a good night. And if you're listening to it at any other time of day, I don't know what to tell you. Watch out for cars. This episode is called, If All Humans and Animals, Excluding Reptiles, Work Together, We Could Really Destroy Our Enemies, The Reptiles. United we stand, divided we fall. This ancient adage is particularly true when you have no one around to keep you from falling face first in the gutter after you've been ejected from the bar you've spent the last 48 serotic hours at. But these words hint at a much deeper meaning beyond having people around to keep your drunk ass upright and uninjured. This saying also means that people are much stronger as a collective than they are as individuals. It might be difficult to see at a glance, But this hidden message of strength in numbers is right there, buried deep within the cryptic words. It may take a few careful perusals to get, but take my word for it, that's what that saying means. If all of humanity united to work towards a common goal, like, say, the annihilation of our enemies, we would have a formidable force at our disposal to carry out such an extermination. But what if not only all humans united, but all animals joined with us as well? Why, we'd be unstoppable. I mean, think of it, we could seriously conquer the world. One thing but stands in our way. Hint, it has scales. We only need to look back at history to see that when people and animals have worked together for the common good of humans, amazing things have been accomplished for humans. Like when we harnessed the power of horses for a brief time, promptly retiring them with our many thanks when cars came along or when we discovered the existence of faithful retriever dogs to open our fridge doors and deliver our beers to us while we lay lifeless on sofas, eyes glazed and mouths slightly agape. And who could forget all the honey produced by those suckers, the bees, who willingly give us their vomit to consume by the mouth load. But there are a lot of animals that have not yet come to the party. If all of these creatures, except for reptiles, the reasons for which will become clear very soon, could put aside their differences and petty beefs with us noble, blameless humans, We could really work together to destroy our common foe, the reptiles. Humans have never united with our friends in the animal kingdom on this scale to achieve something as great as crushing our enemies, who also technically happen to reside in the animal kingdom. And frankly, I think it's high time that changed. Reptiles have been the natural predator and enemy of all that is good and holy for as long as they've been around, which is longer than some of us. First, they're in the form of massive dinosaurs, which had two types, herbosaurs, and carnosaurs. Now in present day we have littler dinosaurs that we call lizards and snakes. They are all equally treacherous, disgusting, and annoying. And I cannot neglect to mention the water dinosaurs of today, like crocodiles, alligators, and caimans. Don't be fooled by the caiman. It's nowhere near as laid back and chill as its name suggests. Though amphibians aren't really reptiles, I've lumped them in with those we will crush, because there doesn't seem to be a discernible difference between them that I can see at a glance, so they might as well just be reptiles. And hey, let's add anything with wet-looking skin while we're at it. Sorry, otters. Now I'm not saying that we should destroy all of them, just mostly all of them. We will want to keep some reptiles around as living trophies, to remind us of how we really creamed them in battle. But we will only do so if those defeated ground bellies wave little white flags and pledge fealty to us 
As they cannot speak, a simple nod or poke out of the tongue will be sufficient form of consent to their willing subjugation. We'll need to start production of tiny manacles right away. We're going to need all animals to work together if we're going to pull this off. Centipedes and scorpions will need to put aside whatever their differences are, as will cats and every other animal they claim dominion over. I'm hoping that we'll get the gorillas and sharks to agree to a truce, because seeing an ape riding a shark, then jump off it and throw the fish like a betoothed missile, would be a real dream come true for me, and for most humans if I'm being completely honest. The Gila monsters might pose a bit of a challenge for us to eliminate, as will the geckos and skinks, but the salamanders should be a piece of cake, obviously. There are some reptiles that can be spared if we really want. A few of the less frightening guys that look like cartoon characters from my childhood would be fine to keep around. But turtles, be warned. You have a choice. Join your brothers the tortoises and perish, or side with your distant cousins the hermit crabs, and continue your gentle peregrinations for another day. Because tomorrow, I might change my mind. Reptiles are cold-blooded, and I don't just mean that in a physiological sense. They really are heartless bastards too. But I cannot say that all reptiles are bad. An alligator saved my life once by eating a county sheriff who was chasing me through the murky Louisiana bayous to arrest me on gator poaching charges. During the time I was lost in those labyrinthian waterways, that trusty gator kept me alive with fresh water it carried to me in its mouth. He was one of the good ones, but he could have easily bit my head clean off as I lapped water from his bear trap of an open jaw. Thankfully he didn't, but how was I to know that? We will grant sanctuary to all of the lizard men and other human hybrid lab experiments that the government has been keeping under wraps. Though they may have to change their professions from test subject to gladiator, and duke it out in a limestone arena for our entertainment. Don't worry, we'll give them armour and weapons to make sure they're protected and look totally badass. Humans and reptiles aren't so different, but our slight differences are absolutely insurmountable and they must be destroyed to preserve our idea of normalcy. I mean, have you ever seen a lizard lick its own eyeball? Yuck. Reptiles have given us a few things to be thankful for. White snakes, chameleons, and goannas have inspired some great song titles and band names throughout the years. But the time of the reptile has ended, much like the crocodile rock. To make this thought into a palpable metaphor, the reptiles are Elton John's narrator, and we are the foreign guy that Susie leaves him for. Also, Susie is the Earth. You hear me, reptiles? Susie is the Earth. If anything in this week's recording made you smile, please go to Facebook and type in Arthur Kirby. Find this man's page and save his profile photo to your phone. Use that app that makes people's faces look much older, generate one of him as an old man, and then send it to his Facebook account. He really hates that, I've found. 